Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Podcast show. I'm your host, Bill Bannum, and today our guest is Christine Miners, Managing Director of Talent at Verity International a Canadian human resources consulting firm focused on providing service across three areas, career management and transition, leadership coaching, and talent and organizational development. With over 18 years of progressive and diverse leadership experience in talent and organizational development, Christine is responsible for leading the development and delivery of Verity's talent management strategy and content. Christine, welcome to the HR Chat Show. Great to be here. Okay, let's jump in with our hard-hitting questions for you for today. Firstly, let's let's get to know a bit about you. Can you can you tell our audience about your career background prior to joining Verity? Seems like I have to I have to share this lot actually. So. Um, I graduated from university with a math degree and a kinesiology degree and absolutely no idea of what I wanted to do. Uh, and I went, So I went back home. I lived with my parents. And at the time, my father said, if you're going to live here, uh, you're going to earn your keep. And so I hit the job market. I was fortunate enough to join the sales team at Dell. This was back in the 90s, right before uh, Y2K and all the panic around Y2K. And when I first joined Dell, originally I thought it would just be a good way to pass the time while I figured out what I wanted to do in my future. Seven years later, uh, I was still there, lots of job changes. I spent almost three or four years on the operations side of the business. Uh, I had a chance to do a life-changing expat assignment in Panama where I helped to project manage the site startup of a call center in Panama. Uh, before I finally landed in leadership and talent management at Dell, which instantly felt like home for me. Um, I've been a part of that profession ever since, and I've had a great opportunity to work with a number of exceptional organizations. Uh, I've had a chance to work at Molson Coors Brewing Company. I've had a chance to work at SickKids Hospital, uh, as well as Shaw Communications. And in all of those roles, uh, I've had an opportunity to work and lead functions like leadership, talent management, uh, corporate learning, organizational development, and even uh, one organization was crazy enough to throw exact comp at me, uh, which was an interesting experience. Um, I took a career change in 2013 and joined um, a global consulting firm as a consultant, uh, which was something I really thought that I wanted to do. Um, it's interesting transitioning from an in-house uh, employee to a consultant was actually more significant than I thought. And so the first three years were a great learning experience about how truly to leverage uh, my skills in order to help the customers that I was working with. Um, I can say that it's been a very long journey of growth. Uh, I've had lots of great experiences, but I think one of the most important things that I've learned along the way is that my passion is not actually leading teams. My passion is helping other leaders to become more confident and more capable of, of leading in their business. Uh, and that's really what's brought me to Verity. I've been with Verity for the last 18 months, and it's just been a, a terrific opportunity to do the things that I'm passionate about on a day-to-day basis. Okay, wonderful. Thank you very much. Now, uh, tell us a bit about Verity then. Uh, it's mission and how it helps HR folk and leaders. Sure. Um, it's, it's interesting. I joined Verity um, about 18 months ago, but truthfully, I've been following Verity for a long time over the course of my career. And 
I'm, I'm proud um, to be a part of this team, and I can say that, you know, very truthfully and, and honestly. And I could take you through all the programs and services we offer. We probably wouldn't sound much different from others. Um, you know, we do career transition. We offer coaching. We offer advisory services and leadership and talent management. But I think uh, we are different. And I think what makes us different is we love what we do. We keep things simple. We take the HR lingo out of it so that the work is relatable with the business. And our mission is to help others succeed, whether it's a business or an individual within a business. Um, we're there to help them be more successful at what they're doing. Um, and I think our customers would probably say the same in terms of the experience that they have of working with us. We're not, it's not a transaction um, for us. It is a true partnership. We're always thinking about how we can nurture relationships with our customers, how we can bring better value, how we can provide you know, the best possible advice, guidance, and how we can help our customers. Um, I guess you know, a lot of times we work with uh, HR people. In fact, most of the time we work with people in HR. And I, I, I truly believe this, that one of our, our roles is to help boost the credibility of HR within their business. And so for us, it's not just providing a solution. Um, that it's actually working with the HR people that we partner with um, to ensure that, you know, beyond our work, that they can successfully implement solutions and that they feel empowered, that they have the credibility, they've got the skills, the capacity in order to, to, um, to make things work successfully in their organization. Okay, you said something pretty juicy there that I'm going to jump all over. Uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned uh, a moment ago how you help uh, boost the credibility of the HR department. Um, so I, I guess that, that beggars the question. Do you, do you think that HR has an image problem in many companies? Um, oh, gosh, that is juicy, I guess, um, and very early in the conversation. <laughs> um, you know, I think, I think to some extent, yes. Um, I think that HR as a function, we've come a long way in, in becoming more valued partners um, inside the organization. I think you'll see inside uh, lots of HR functions, they've restructured the service delivery model in terms of how they operate within the business and how they partner with leaders within the business. But I think there's still opportunity for us to be even better. And I think one of the things that, um, I don't want to say it hurts our credibility in HR, but I think sometimes we have a tendency in HR to take a bit of a compliance role. We push out a program or we push out a policy or we push out performance management and then we sort of measure people on, you know, did they do it or not? Um, and so it, it is a bit of a policing or a big brother or a compliance kind of role. And I think there's an opportunity for us to shift to more of a value-add role and to move away from measuring compliance and actually measuring impact and focusing on um, dropping some of the traditional HR lingo and some of the traditional HR approaches. Um, and that's what I'm passionate about is if, you know, if there's a problem in the organization and what we've always done isn't working or it's not having the impact we want, doing more of it's not going to change that. Um, it is about sort of, you know, taking some risks, doing things differently, making things simpler. Um, at the end of the day, business leaders don't have a ton of time in their day to think about people practices the way that we do in HR. And so when we talk about credibility or we talk about impact, I think the big opportunity for us is to figure out how to make 
um, our work and the good parts of our work more accessible to leaders in the business, which means it's got to be simple language, it's got to be easy to apply, um, it's, it's got to be uh, quick and not something that they have to do a lot of thinking about in order to make it work. So to me, that's where our big opportunity is um, as a function. Thank you very much. Now, you are Managing Director Talent at Verity. Um, can you give our audience a bit of a picture of what an average work week looks like for you? Hmm. Um, busy, probably just like everybody else's. <laughs> um, in fact, I suspect it's probably not different from, from many other people's. Um, you know, most people would say this, it's never the same day twice. Um, I'm hopping from, you know, one thing to another. It could be in the morning I'm facilitating strategic planning with an executive group. And um, in the afternoon, I met another client doing one-on-one -on -one coaching with a frontline manager uh, and kind of everything in between. Uh, but in all seriousness, I will say my days are fun. Uh, I love what I do, um, and I'm excited about what I do. I think on a week-to-week -week basis, probably about 60 to 75%, it varies, but 60 to 75% of my time is actually actively engaged in um, client deliverables. So either facilitating or coaching or doing some strategic advisory work, uh, completing diagnostics, building strategies, frameworks, uh, which is a lot of fun. And then a good portion of my week as well is spent with prospective clients. So people that we're not yet working in an engagement with, but who have asked for some advice or who have surfaced a challenge or a problem and are looking for different ways of, of tackling it or some different solutions and strategies. And so we spend a lot of time doing that. And then I would say the third big place where I spend my time is I'm constantly scanning the external landscape, um, constantly talking to others with expertise, um, trying to find those people who are doing it differently, who align with our value set, who might be good partners for us as an organization. Um, but always looking for how can we build new solutions that solve old problems. Um, that's my favorite thing to do, and quite truthfully where I get most energized is when I'm working with a customer who's ready to step away from, tradition, from traditional thinking and try something new. It kind of sounds a lot like you love your job. <laughs> I do. Uh, you know what? And it's important you spend a lot of time at work. Um, in fact, you spend a ton of time at work. I, I see my work colleagues more than I see my spouse or my children. So um, I always feel that if I'm, if I'm going to get out of bed early in the morning and go somewhere um, and it's not with my children or my spouse, then it, it better be something that I really, really enjoy uh, and that I think is, is worth my time. Now, uh, we know that Verity assists people who are in career transition. What makes Verity support unique in the market? And in your experience, do millennials want different things to Gen Xs when it comes to career transition? Are there are millennials, for example, much more uh, open generally to, to to jumping feet first into a completely different career and trying something new? So it's an interesting question. I mean, I'll start with kind of the first part of the question, which is uh, which was you know what makes our approach to career transition unique. Um, you know, we've been, Verity's been operating in Toronto for over 30 years now, and career transition has traditionally been the backbone of our business. It's something that we do very, very well, uh, and we've got great expertise in. I think as a business um, or as a service, uh, career transition has largely become commoditized, so organizations are 
um, sort of you know taking packages um, and 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 asking it to be a bit more of a commoditized service. But at the end of the day, uh, in our view, nothing is as effective as two people actually sitting together to have a conversation and create a plan. So. Yes, we support people in transition through technology, social media, seminars, um, but we have also um, really stuck to and maintained the human element in career transition. And truthfully, I think it's just in our blood. Um, it's what we do. It's the human piece, um, and it aligns with our passion of helping people. And when I look at our career transition coaches uh, who work in our business, you know, where they're most energized is when they have the chance to sit with someone face-to-face -face and actually see the impact that they're having uh, real-time and in the moment. Um, so that, I mean, that's what I would sort of say about career transition as a whole. In terms of millennials um, versus Gen Xers, you know, I, I mean, I think it's interesting sometimes. I, I, I think there is obviously a lot to generations in the workplace and how they're formed, and there's some great work out there around generations in the workplace. Um, and what sort of forms the qualities and characteristics of each generation. Uh, and then at the same time, you know, everybody within a generation is an individual um, and will make decisions in different ways than others. Um, but what I will say is, yes, our experience is that millennials have, um, you know, a lot of courage around uh, making transitions in their career and making different choices um, about avenues or paths that they want to follow. Um, if something's not working out, I think millennials are actually a lot more entrepreneurial um, than some of the previous generations. It's not to say the previous generations weren't smart or creative or clever or innovative, uh, but I think millennials have had you know, more opportunity and more resources to support entrepreneurial thinking. And so um, it's very common to come across millennials who take risks and, and kind of take an idea and run with it uh, and run with it quite successfully or who, if they're inside an organization and the work is, isn't uh, meaningful, it doesn't feel like they're having an impact or adding value, um, I would say they've got a lot of courage around making a decision to, to leave and to find something that resonates more strongly with them. Okay, you and I just got into uh, an elevator, or a lift as I still sometimes call them, and uh, and uh, you've got uh, about 30 seconds-ish to give me your top two or three reasons why Verity's leadership coaching model really works. Go. Go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's the deal. Um, if I were to say it and sum it up in one sentence, we have business coaches coaching business leaders. And my experience with coaching is oftentimes there's lots of people who are out who are credentialed coaches but who, who don't always have some of the relevant experience of having sat in the chair of the people that they're coaching previously. And we've got a roster of people with depth of experience, um, depth of kind of level at which they operate, but more importantly, they have the ability to play between coaching and acting as a sounding board um, to business leaders who are, who are potentially moving into their first executive level role. And I think that to me, is what differentiates us, and I think it's core uh, to our model and to our approach in terms of how we bring people into the organization as coaches. Ding, and there is the 20th floor. I've got to get out now, but I would love to learn more. Here's my business card. Let's chat. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, Verity International are sponsors again of an event that the HR Gazette is involved with called Innovate Work Toronto. Um, 
Firstly, a big thank you for, for your uh, continued support. You guys are awesome. The next event is on November 7th at the Mars Discovery District. Uh, there are some tickets left, folk, as we record this, certainly. So uh, jump on that. Uh, tell me tell me a little bit about why Verity decided to get involved as a sponsor. Yeah, and, and actually we will be at the the, uh, the forum on the 7th of November, and we're very much looking forward to it. Um, I, back in the spring, I was introduced to um, one of the founders of um, the Innovate Work TO Forum, and I was instantly impressed, uh, actually by him as an individual, uh, forward-thinking, he's practical, down-to-earth, tons of um, integrity, just instantly likable. And what was more impressive is the momentum that this forum has gained in such a short amount of time. Uh, and so Verity, you know, we're excited to be a part of that. Our brand is about pushing the envelope. It's about thinking about old problems in new ways and focusing on our impact. And to us, Innovate Work CEO is it just feels like the perfect place for our organization and our people to interact with other professionals who share that very same passion. Um, so that's that's really why we continue to sponsor Innovate Work TO. Uh, is it's a great opportunity for us to connect with other people out in the field who who have an approach and have a um, have a style and a thought around HR practice that's similar to ours. Okay, wonderful. Uh, check out innovatework.ca or innovatework.co to learn more. There's the end of the shameless plug for the event. Uh, moving on, uh, are there any new initiatives or releases happening in the next six months for Verity? Uh, which you'd like to share with our audience? Yes, absolutely. Um, first of all, we've always got something new and exciting that's cooking. Um, we've got a lot of things going on in our leadership and talent management practice. Um, and there's, you know, many of them I'm incredibly excited about. One of them in particular I'm very passionate about, it's, um, it's a platform. It's a new technology platform that we're in the process of bringing um, to our customers. And where it came from is, is if I go back to early in my career, you know, I spent almost 15 years um, in talent management inside organizations with accountability for developing high potentials. And I have always uh, been struck by how much um, succession planning and talent management seems to fall apart once calibrations are done and lists of high potentials are created. And it, it just, you know, it astounds me how much time and rigor we invest in running these extensive processes, uh, but then we, we don't have a great mechanism to actually follow through on developing and growing this talent. And to me, it's always felt like a big drain on company resources, but without a lot of payback. And so I think at Verity, uh, we've, we've actually come up with the solution. And, and I think most people probably listening are familiar with the 70-20-10 rule of development, which, you know, would say that about 10% of our professional growth comes from formal training and education. Another 20% comes from more coaching and mentoring relationships. But the other 70% comes from real on-the-job experiences. And when you think about high-potential talent, um, the big test of high-potentials and the big growth of high-potentials and the important part of developing them is all about their agility. So how do you take them outside of the function in which they've grown up, in the function where they've got expertise already built, and put them somewhere else in the organization um, where they can learn how to build credibility fast, um, 
learn fast, make decisions, and problem solve in areas where they don't actually have the functional expertise to do so. The platform that we've created um, allows organizations to make on-the-job development experiences more accessible and more visible to high-potential talent um, and more of a mechanism that you can use to actually integrate into your high-potential development uh, um, strategy. What's interesting is when we are out talking to our customers uh, about the platform, they come up with all sorts of other ways to apply it, which is even more exciting because uh, they can see the value add. So we've got customers who are looking at it for uh, women in leadership programs, uh, mentoring programs, diversity programs, career management. Um, you know, I think the key to how the platform works is it is about um, you know, people having a sense of what are the skills and competencies they're trying to develop and the tool actually matches development opportunities inside the organization that would allow them to actually grow and develop those skills. So it, it kind of takes um, some of the manual pieces out of trying to get people um, you know, access to better on-the-job development opportunities. It, honestly, it's the first time I've ever done something like this. I gotta say it's the most fun <laughs> I think I've ever had. Uh, because it's it's new, it's exciting, it's challenging, and more importantly, it is um, it's a real solution to a problem for which you know currently we don't have one. Uh, and so this is an exciting opportunity for us to engage with our customers in a different way. Okay, and so how can existing customers and and uh and new folk to you, how, how can they learn more about Verity? And, and also, how can, how can people connect with you? Okay, well, so, you know, I'd love to say that we have one of those simple websites, but it's, it's not as simple. Um, but you can find out more about our services on our website, which is uh, www.verityintl.com. Um, or you can call us for people who still like to talk on the phone at 416-862-8422. And then we're also on LinkedIn um, as Verity International Limited, and then we're also on Twitter as Verity INTL uh, LTD, period. So not that simple. But uh, in terms of getting in touch with me, through our main phone line is probably the easiest way to get in touch with me, um, or even through our website. So we do have a, a way for people to link in and contact with me or connect with me on the website. Um, well, and it, that just leaves me to say, Christine Miners. Thank you for being a guest on the HR Chat Show today. Thank you very much. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing people at the conference out in November. Me too. It's going to be awesome. And listeners, until next time, thanks very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.